0: This is a disclaimer. The Crimson Capsule Chapel is a podcast about awareness and self-development. Do not listen if you are weak-minded and easily offended. This podcast is from a red pill perspective. We go hard on three o four so you can understand their nature. Again, listen at your own discretion. Thank you and enjoy.
1: Two words. Made in America. You stupid. Damn, son. Where'd you find this?
2: Last night's episode was pretty mid, I'm not gonna lie. I haven't done a mid-episode, I don't even know how long, man. But I'm telling y'all, it ain't ain't gonna be a mid-episode this morning, all right? It ain't gonna be a mid-episode. I'm back. Monday, the 2nd of October. October is actually here. Can y'all believe We are at the end of the year. I mean, last, I mean, technically last, because when you look at it, three, three, six, nine, twelve. So we're pretty much, last month was the last quarter of the year. So we're at the final stages of this year. And a whole lot of things are going on that I'm just not a fan of. Uh, For one, Halloween, not a fan of that. Thanksgiving, not a fan of that. Uh, Native American descent. Not a fan of Thanksgiving. Not a fan of Halloween. Definitely not a fan of Christmas. Okay? Not a fan. But it is the end of the year, man. And. uh, crazy I talked about this briefly before I get into the intro and you know officially start the episode the way that this year has gone by it's unreal especially the summer last year the summer was decent but you can tell it was a long summer there was a lot of work That's the job. So with the summer hours being like 7 to 4.30, it was just crazy. But this year, it, whether it's work, whether it's out of work, just time has been flying. So anyway, Jersey Judah, and I'm back with another episode, another edition of The Crimson. Capsule Chapel. All right, man. Jeez. And by the way, I don't know. I think we're like very close to 5,000 already. So <laughs> I just, I don't know, man. Thanks. To those listening, we're always, uh, you know, always appreciating those who listen, uh, whether you like it or not. I mean, I guess if you're listening, you like it, but some people like to hate or love to hate something, if that makes sense. But hopefully, either way, works for me, man. We're close to 5,000. On this episode, we got a a fair amount of things to go through since it's not 10 o'clock yet. And I gotta work, I gotta leave for work at like 1.45. I got a good enough time to do a full episode. So, go to my my AM morning playlist. Put my phone on rotate. Donald Trump's running mate has to be strategic. So who should he pick? I believe this is Doc Rich. Now what's interesting about the thumbnail of this video is there's a very familiar face that is added on to this equation. A person that I mentioned throughout the month as a wild card, but definitely a top pick, in my opinion, for Vice President for Donald Trump. And that is Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Yes, a Democrat. You got it. A Democrat. Now, of course, he's not Liked by many Democrats, which already which is already a sign he's an ally, Uh, but he's a wild card. I like that. I don't think they're going to. They might mention him. Keep in mind, I did not listen, watch any of these videos. I just saw the thumbnail and all the way to the right. You see Robert F. Kennedy and it's like, yeah, that guy choose him. Ramaswamy, he's a good pick, but. At best, he's at be, like because you got to look at the way that Trump is doing these niggas in the polls right now, man. The way that Trump is violating the GOP, they don't have a shot. If I'm Trump, I'm not looking into a group of losers as a vice president. Like maybe a couple. I'll bring Rama in in the cabinet. He'll be somewhere in the cabinet because he has he has the ability to reach the youth. And unlike the other presidential candidates who kind of want to reach out to middle-aged, middle-class, white, or suburban individuals, you all have Rama Swamy, who's aiming more towards the youth. Still a very useful asset. But a little political discussion. Then we jump right into the raw, the real, the red pill. Two videos outside of the Trump video that are five minutes each. Uh, One video is called women refuse to sign prenups. Now they're single, eliminated. And the other video is called men no longer want to meet me because of my age. All right, We we got some shit. Little variety pack, 24 minutes, 23 seconds. I ain't here for a long time, but I'm here for a good time. Full length episode. Without further ado, let's get it.
3: Back at it again. And I came across this video and I found it to be a very interesting question that I wanted to um, get your thoughts on. Go ahead. Like, share, comment, hit Go that ahead. subscribe button if you mm-hmm. are new.
2: Mm-hmm. And let And check out Doc Rich. Check out Doc Rich. Check out Benny Johnson. Check out Sky News Australia. Check out the people that I mentioned on the podcast. All right. The other videos, I ain't going to lie. I fucking forgot the uh, content creators. But the good news is I'll be finished with this episode in time to find where the videos from. Mention the content creator in the description and have it shared before I leave for work. Let's continue. Dive in.
4: Joining me now to do that, Byron York.
2: Hold up. Hold up. Hold up.
4: Correspondent for the Washington Examiner and Fox News contributor and Horace Cooper, author and legal commentator. All right, Byron, let's start with you. Who's a really good pick right now? If you had to pick one, VP for Trump. Let's hear
5: it. Uh, if I picked one, I would probably pick Sarah Huckabee Sanders. She's the governor of Arkansas, uh, uh, a Trump White House meh. veteran. Meh. Uh, no, no other governmental experience than that, but actually a really good choice for President Trump.
4: Okay, Horace,
2: that is interesting. So, first of all, When it comes to women being vice president or president, I literally don't care. Meaning, I'm not sexist to that extent. But um, if Trump picks a woman, it would have to be Carrie Lake. If y'all don't know who Carrie Lake is, look up Carrie Lake. If he is, if he is to get any female vice president <clears throat> that will redeem the embarrassment that Kamala Harris is as vice president it would have to be Carrie Lake look her up all right
4: And Sarah Sanders obviously very young knows the president very well we know that he respects her uh, greatly um, what are your thoughts
3: well, I actually think Youngkin would be a better running mate. Uh, if you pick up Virginia and the surveys show with him on the ticket, you're very likely to carry Virginia. And that would mean you wouldn't need to worry about a state like Wisconsin in terms of electoral votes. You must figure out a way to grow the support on Election Day. And that's one way to do it.
4: All right. Well, you have a three picks up there. We're going to get to each one. But Byron, one of Horace's uh, choices you saw up on the screen was Nikki Haley, who uh, was very well-respected governor uh, of South Carolina, uh, of course, uh, UN uh, uh,
2: ambassador. <laughs> <laughs> very boring. Not, And I don't say boring in a sense of she's not intelligent, Nothing, nothing to do with that. It's just the energy isn't there for vice president. The energy, like I said, anybody who's in the lineup for the GOP debates outside of maybe Ramaswamy, they should be embarrassed. Ramaswamy is young and I'm not making an excuse for Ramaswamy. I'm just being truthful. Ramaswamy is young. So there's going to be a lot of the older demographic that's going to challenge him in terms of what does he know, what can he do, what experience does he have? But everybody else on that podium, garbage, basura, trash, disposable.
4: They had a very good working
2: relationship,
4: but she comes from a different side of the you know the philosophy in the Republican Party today, no doubt. But what about
5: her? Well, uh, as you said, she's one of my picks, too. As you said, the pros are she's very, very
2: experienced. What's this deal with? And this got me to think because I was I was saying that I was getting into a, a diatribe of not being a sexist. But maybe we should, like, fall back on female vice presidents for a while. Like, maybe, you know have we learned from who's currently vice president or is it just me too too soon too soon no yeah i don't think i mean like i said i think i think carrie lake would just be a a great representation of the country i think that she could very well run for president 2028 <clears throat> that's carrie lake and if she were to run for president i would i would probably vote for it I know enough about her, uh, about what she's doing in Arizona. I don't, I really don't, if if it's her, I wouldn't complain. i put it to you like that. If it's Carrie Lake chose as vice president, I wouldn't complain. If it's any other of these women that they're being mentioned right now, I, I it is what it is. The thing with Trump is... <coughs> Trump needs Trump needs a tag team partner. Meaning Trump for twenty sixteen going forward, Mike Pence was sort of the silent ally. He wasn't really a I would say reasonable vice president, in my opinion. Um what, not really that popular either. And, oh yeah, that's scrub. Mike Pence is running. All these guys are embarrassment. But Trump really has to pay attention to getting someone that he can truly resonate with, someone he can truly have discussions, someone who can truly work with him and he can work alongside of them, whether man or woman. And don't go for the old school, like get the old school conservative. Yeah, y'all tried to do that with Mike Pence. Look at him. He's a fucking mess. He's a mess.
5: I'm still saying Robert F. Kennedy Jr., and I'm sticking to it both in domestic uh, governing and policy and in international affairs. So that's a big deal. The the con, of course, is she's running against Trump and criticizing Trump. But she hasn't been that super critical of Trump, and, and politicians can get over that sort of thing. And besides, I think Trump kind of... Yeah, I was about to say it's politics. So it's like, it's
2: not even... It's, 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 it's expected. It's funny that nobody mentioned uh, Ramaswamy, because Ramaswamy is almost a direct source to the response of people criticizing Trump. He actually has went to bat for Trump in a lot of issues, a lot of situations. But at the same time, going back to politics, he's the young guy. He's saying to himself that he would be the perfect option for Trump because he's able to connect more to the younger crowd and Trump can focus on his demographic. But then again, the enthusiasm, especially uh, there was a poll about young conservatives and how the youth going into uh, high school and getting out of high school have became more conservative with their viewpoints and actually are supporters of Trump. Of course, the media will never tell you this. It would be, the end of the world for them. Be the end of the world. The end of Earth, as we know it. They wouldn't be able... They would spontaneously combust to know that their possible children are right-wing, or conservative-thinking individuals. They wouldn't be able to handle it. Now... <laughs> The backlash of this whole situation with Ramaswamy is. I still think he has a shot in terms of being closely connected to Trump when it comes to his cabinet. Who who he decides to pick outside of vice president? Don't get me wrong. I actually I'm more. I think Ramaswamy is probably the most uh, relaxed. I mean, when he talks, he's very intense. But out of all the people, he really has nothing to worry about. He wasn't bad mouthing Trump, and Trump said a lot of good things about him. And this was during uh, the time before the debate start.
5: Exit When someone who's been very critical of him has to come around and maybe kiss the ring and be yeah. uh, 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 work for him. So, uh, yes, she is from a different wing of the Republican Party. But they're out there, too, and they do vote. And giving them a reason to vote for Donald Trump uh, Uh, against, they might not vote for, otherwise, is not a terrible idea.
4: So you're saying it mollifies some of the concerns of the establishment types who are still very worried about President Trump's electability. I understand that. Let's
1: move on.
2: Yeah. They are actually so concerned about his... uh, his standing, that they will continuously indict him, have him go to court. I think he has to go to court today. Is it today or next Monday? He has to go to, I think, the lower end of Manhattan for one of his trials. And the fact that, like, this nigga really doesn't give a shit. Like, Trump legit does not give a fuck. And that's why I support him. Anybody else, any of these other so-called politicians, these motherfuckers would have shit the bed. They would have had no... they, They wouldn't be able to stomach the criticism that Trump is dealing with. They wouldn't be able to... They would not be able to tolerate the attacks left and right. Literally, left and right into the aisle... At Trump and Trump is like fuck these niggas, fuck these indictments. I'm still running, I'm still winning. That's the spirit, that's the attitude that Americans should have in the face of adversities, right? <laughs> Get in my my fucking political diatribe. And and the in the eye. Of, 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 of pure adversity, right? Of pure distraction, of pure chaos, of pure confusion. Everybody else in politics that's dealing with the situation that Trump is dealing with now, they would buckle. They would fold under pressure. They would do what the establishment tells them, and they wouldn't run. Because really, that's what it's all about. Y'all know that, right? Y'all been listening long enough, I hope. Y'all niggas know I fuck with Trump. Oh yeah. Trump's a real nigga. <laughs> Trump's a real nigga. And I don't, I'm not even joking when I say that. There's no other there's no other president in history. With a mugshot, number one. The man's a thug now. Y'all made Trump who he is. Not people like me, the people that support him. The people, y'all people that hate Trump, and y'all made all this false allegations about Trump, and y'all just want to see Trump behind bars, y'all are the ones that made Trump what he is today. A legend.
3: To some cabinet picks. Horace. You know, I found this to be a very interesting question. I started asking myself, who actually should Trump pick? Yeah, who? You know, for a while, you know,
2: I was saying uh, uh, RFK Jr. but hmm. at- I forgot he did mention that, too. Forgot he also mentioned Robert F. Kennedy Jr. I wonder what he's going to say. You know? We or as I announced
3: yesterday and, you know, some of the information has come out is that RFK Jr. may be running independent, which I like. I like that idea. I think he's really going to pull some people
2: from the Democrat part. Well, what you don't want to happen. <laughs> I do like that. I do like that. The problem is we know in history that the independent party never, never becomes president. I hate to say it. Shocker. What a surprise. Um, even libertarians, to an extent, they don't—they never become president. Now, a lot of things that libertarians say, I—I I actually believe and agree with, tolerable to an extent. But RFK running as an independent will do two things for him. One, it prevents him from a shot of a lifetime. And that's vice president under Donald Trump. Those two people would change the country. Do you understand? Donald Trump, Trump, Kennedy would change the fucking country. It would change politics. It would change government. It would change the country. I believe that. I think that even though two people may not agree with everything, I think those two would be a more better fit than Trump and Mike Pence. I'll say that we could start there. I'm saying I'm still I'm still for Trump Kennedy 2024. I'm just saying if it's Trump Ramaswamy Then that's cool. If it's Trump Lake, that's excellent. Because really, we got like silver tier, gold tier, platinum tier. Silver tier is Trump Ramaswamy. Okay. You know, silver, good pick Trump. Let's see what goes on. Let's see what happens. Trump, Carrie Lake, gold tier. Excellent choice. Excellent choice. One of the few women in politics that knows her shit. Gold tier choice. Trump, Carrie Lake. Platinum. Platinum platinum level just downright you you know what would really be savage? I just thought about this. What if Trump said fuck the Republican Party? I'm independent. (laughs) He runs independent, right? He says fuck. He says look I'll let you bums. Like imagine if, like imagine how gangster this would be if Trump would have just said you know what, the Republican Party it's been nice been great. It really has. It's been great. It's been nice. It's been great, but uh, fuck you guys. I'm going independent. So the independent. So he would be like front runner of the independent party, and then maybe him and JFK, I mean RFK, can meet right there, and you know, create a strategy, or Trump goes independent. The Republicans have to choose. Well, how would that work? You know what? I never thought about that. An independent never even made it to a debate, right? If I'm not mistaken, i never seen an independent um, make it to a debate that I've seen. Maybe I'm incorrect. If so, I apologize. i just never seen an independent make it to the center stage when it comes to the debates. Or like there's a three-way debate where there's a Republican candidate, a Democratic candidate, and because of the votes or how many people voted for an independent president, he would possibly be, I don't know, I don't get it.
3: onto his ticket and um, really sink the Democrat party, as well as Cornell West. Uh, so I take RFK Jr. off. Uh, I, I like the idea. I love the idea. I think the ticket would have been uh, unbeatable. You couldn't beat that ticket, him and Trump, in my humble opinion. But I like him running independent. Now, if I move on from there, then where do I go? I can, I can see the point with Nikki Haley, you know, making sure you get some of the establishment votes, you know, that sort of thing. Um, I, I, I could see, you know, I, I think he made a good point with Youngkin in making sure that you secure the electoral votes, right? But I also have somebody else in mind that actually <clears throat> was on the screen. Listen to this speech and let me know what you guys think about it. We need to start getting that out of the ground.
2: Around and gotten real black people like myself, and what I mean by real black people, I mean blacks who have a particular dialect and certain words, vocabulary may not be popular, like nigga. I say nigga all the time, call whites niggas whatever. Um, Supporting Donald Trump, not just, you know, more suburban, you know, super high middle class blacks. No. You go to the areas that have been feeling the effects of the Democratic Party for decades. You go to places like Detroit, You go to places like Atlanta. You go to places like Baltimore. Hell, you go to places like New York. And now who you find? Black folks, real black folks. Supporting Trump. And with RFK, if that is true, if RFK is going independent, he's not going to win. Um, and I'm saying that I'm saying that realistically just looking at the way that history has been working with the independents because if you think about it even the independents are independent what the this is what I mean if the independents get to a certain point where they actually gain traction, they're literally at a crossroads. So maybe they lean more towards right. They'll try to have right wingers get them to just go all out. Maybe he wants to stay in his position, still have his close friends on either side, sometimes both. <clears throat> Other times, If they decide to go Lone Wolf, it never works out for them. So it's like the independent has to choose a side eventually. Um, Looking at the whole, I guess, looking at the whole grand scheme of things, I'm, I'm actually... I'm not concerned, but I am I am sort of uh, curious on what Trump's decision will be as vice president, because he's already going to run as Republican. These other guys on the podium, they're wasting their time. Okay. I don't want to hear one more in politician.
3: Look up. When you think I- <laughs> <laughs> you, Hook
2: up. Yo, why the nigga didn't mention Abraham Lincoln, but mention Thomas Jefferson and George Washington? Slave owners, by the way. <clears throat> Just wanna throw that out there, slave owners. He ain't mentioned no Abraham Lincoln. So I'm black, Abraham Lincoln's a goat, you know what I'm saying? Respectfully. Trump's second <laughs> place. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Abraham Lincoln's the goat, right? Respectfully, as president, as a black. Donald Trump second place. JFK's third place. And I don't know who I would put in fourth
1: place. Yeah, the media. Do we have any those guys in the house today? ABC CBS. ABC, in ain't hear me? Do you hear
2: me? I don't fear you. <laughs> uh-huh.
3: Sometimes it brings tears to my eyes. (laughs) Young men, young women, who were willing to risk all for concepts they didn't understand—like independence, living—barely understood what it was about. But in their minds, eyes, they see a better day in this country for their families, for their friends,
2: for future. I don't know who this black man is. I was hoping that Doc Rich would tell me who this black man is. It sounds like some it sounds like a fucking reincarnation of uh Dr. Martin Luther King a bit, a little bit. Preacher voice, he black, he black. The message is where it's at though. The delivery, like I said, very Dr. Martin Luther King um uh, kind of delivery.
1: Yes. Young men and women fought the cataclysm of our
3: soul. Sit on the fields of Fredericksburg and Pittsburgh.
2: Damn.
3: Sit up at Little Ram Top. Cook up. People who stood in places like you would do. Young men. We're going to end that there. But what do you guys think about Mark Roberts? Lieutenant Governor of uh, uh, North Carolina.
2: Let me know. First of all, this is the first time I've ever heard the man speak. So I'm not just going to go off of one thing that he says. I'm still very biased. I still think that Robert F. Kennedy should be Vice President. No ifs, ands, or buts. I think that somebody like Trump that would realistically, in my opinion, for someone who sort of thinks outside of the box in certain scenarios. I think that would be a perfect decision with Trump. It would de- it would destroy the establishment. It would actually put aside a lot of the left and right bullshit because you would have two people from two opposite sides who have one thing in common, and I think they both love the country. Um, Robert F. Kennedy, I mean, I, I hate to say it, but the last name speaks for itself, right? And I think although <clears throat> within politics, there are certain things that I would disagree with. I don't I don't see him as one of them. And one of them is the the establishment. You know, he's a threat to them just as much as Trump's a threat. So this is two threats coming together. See, a lot. Of, I got to keep reminding people. Because you would say, what the fuck does Robert F. Kennedy have to do with Trump? Almost everything in terms of similarities, in terms of how media treats them, how government treats them, how the establishment treats them. Why not? The black man talking, he blah, he black. Um, You know, I like what he's saying, you know, but that's anybody could really say that. You, you just being an observer, I don't think a lot of people are real or true to themselves to speak out about it. And I think that's what separates him from pretty much everybody else. Uh, not only the black guy speaking, but Trump in a lot of ways and a lot of things that uh, RFK has been saying. There's not a lot of people in politics <clears throat> that will step outside of that political speech. And really get down to the nitty-gritty. I feel that maybe in the past, maybe when censorship wasn't a thing, I heard uh there was one president that I that I believed I think somebody was talking about on a video. He was known for like profanity and shit, and he would go out on stage and cuss and shit. And the crowd loved it. It was before, you know, everything became what it is and Say something about this group and you get canceled or censored, you know, demonetized, whatever terminologies you want to use. That's why I talk my shit for free, because I don't depend on these cocksuckers. And I gonna allow anybody to change the way that I speak and what I talk about, because even though it's it's raw, it's direct, there's profanity. There's still a message behind it. It ain't just a nigga going on here cursing, talking about bitches and hoes and shooting niggas. You know what I mean? And just off of that, you know, being a black who may not promote violence, or I don't promote violence, but I, I believe in the right to bear arms. So I'm a what what people would say uh anomaly, right? I, for the most part I don't believe violence is necessary to defeat your enemy all you have to do is succeed to truly defeat your enemy all you have to do is succeed because once you once you get into that once you get into that space to where you would cause harm to someone, you're really causing harm to yourself. It's it's difficult. It's really difficult to explain, but it makes a lot of sense if you think about it. That's why people that I have that I consider enemies, I don't I don't associate with them. I don't deal with them. i don't got a reason to deal with them. i don't got a reason to associate with them by me staying on my path and doing what the fuck I'm doing to compare to compare them to my everyday routine be stupid what makes sense pointless my everyday routine involves waking up thanking the lord working getting high podcasting dealing with 1 hating ass nigga, 2 hating ass niggas, 10 hating ass niggas. That ain't shit. That ain't that's nothing. That's like me looking at everything that I'm currently doing that's positive, that's meaningful and just throwing it away. You know what I mean? From some for some nigga that 9 times out of 10 have none of the essentials right you see niggas with expensive cars right expensive cars living in a shitty studio apartment in a shitty neighborhood but in their minds they're successful because of their car don't be that person Don't look at your possessions as a reason to flex or be over somebody. The only way that I look at it is information. All right. How how informed are you? What do you know that? I don't know. What do you know that's actually going on? That's important. Fuck your sports teams. okay? fuck your favorite basketball shoe. Fuck your favorite basketball team. See what I'm saying? All that shit don't matter at the end of the day. But people, are people, people easily prioritize dumb, meaningless shit. You feel me? See, I prioritize my things almost in order. I wake up, I podcast, I do what I truly want throughout the day, even if it is only a part of the day that I do it. I work. I would say four or five hours straight and then I record again Finish that, go back to work, go home in that order, because work is work. People ask, well, how's work? Works work. If I'm still working there, I'm still getting paid. I don't really have that much reason to complain unless I got to tolerate a bunch of childish motherfuckers. That's a different situation. But even then, I'll have my headphones on and I'll pay attention to motherfuckers. Cause I have no reason to pay attention to people. I show up to work. I'm like an NPC. When I go to work, yo, guys, be an NPC at work. That should be an episode. Become a NPC. Become a non-playable character. Become a person who just shows up, has a task that they have to do, do the task, go home. Communicate with few people as possible, especially women. Guys are different because guys are guys. Guys know other guys. Guys communicate with other guys. There's not really a quote unquote uncomfortable conversation with a guy. There's not a guy reporting another guy to HR. You guys know where I'm getting at. Become a non-playable character at the workplace. Do not give these women the window of opportunity to know personal shit about you. Do not tell women what you do outside of the workplace. Do not conversate with these women with activities outside of the workplace. If it's not work related, move on. Either you move on or you tell a woman to move on in conversation. Like that's the, that's a no go. We're not going to talk about that. You know, working with women <laughs> working with women is really a coin toss you know what i mean like cuz a woman a woman you talk to at work can have a bad day and no longer talk to you a woman can break a nail getting into work and because she broke that nail, she ain't talking to you. She don't want to talk to anybody. A woman can wake up and she got, she got, she got neck cramp, and she can have a bad day and not talk to you. A woman can wake up, she have cramps. Y'all see where I'm getting at, right? Guys, for the most part, guys can have a good day, bad day. If someone says hello to them, they'll say hello back. Very simple doesn't take much. Women are. I don't like to say unstable because that sounds bad. They're unpredictable in a bad way. How about that? That's a little bit better than unstable. Jersey, Judah. And guess what? I was cut off. This is actually the third time that I'm attempting to record and finish this episode. And it's already 1045, so I'm not gonna waste any fucking time. We still got these women, the ratchets, which I'm glad, I'm actually happy that this is actually broken down into two segments. So now, you people, the audience, if you just wanna hear ratchet ass hoes, you can listen to this segment. If you wanna hear about Trump, And possibly who he's going to choose as vice president. Check out the first segment. So I guess there's something good to look at in this situation. Um, My audio crapped out, which probably caused this whole crashing situation to take place. So I want to fix that problem. Because I really don't want to deal with this again. I really don't have the time for it this morning. Oh uh, yeah, we got two videos to get into still this segment for Monday. What I used to call Manosphere Monday, I don't know what I'm gonna call it now. But we got women refuse to sign prenup now they're single, and we got a video called "Men No Longer Want to Meet Me Because of My Age." Spicy, despicable. Treacherous content to go through A lot of fuckery A lot of shenanigans A lot of tomfoolery But let's dive in I'm not signing no prenup Absolutely I
1: ain't signing
6: no prenup Absolutely not Let me see your <laughs> oh I'm not signing no prenup These brina. are women who are women who are stopping themselves From getting All these niggas got the fucking
2: I know he black He black this content creator, here black. The AI voice is black. <laughs> These niggas got African-American AI voices. I'm done.
6: I'm through. Married and starting a family. If you have no plan on taking that man's hard-earned money, what is the problem with signing a prenup? Unless your intentions aren't pure. Unless you are not in it for better or worse
7: my last relationship we broke up because he asked me to marry him but then he asked me to sign a prenuptial oh, me, and yeah, yeah. i help. said absolutely oh. not oh, yeah? i think that's bogus i'm not gonna oh, sign yeah? a piece of paper that says that if you leave me i get nothing like no i think that i should have half of everything that you've worked your entire life for hmm. and i think that's fair
6: this woman's intentions wasn't to actually get married and start a family. What she fails to understand is that a man has more to lose when it comes to marriage. One false move and his entire life could turn upside down. She felt obligated to whatever that man has worked his entire life for, as she contributed nothing. He dodged a bullet with this one. Let's take a look at the comments. A prenup isn't saying he did nothing. <laughs> It just says you don't get half of something you had nothing to do with. No prenuptial agreement needed fellas. Put everything in your mother's name. If you break up with someone because they mentioned a prenup, you never loved them. She just gave us the exact reason prenups are necessary she's a real one. Absolutely not.
7: Okay? We're not doing that. We're not starting off our marriage with intentions of having a divorce. Our marriage will be rooted in Christ alone, oh, yeah? and therefore, there's no such thing as divorce. That's not an option. Oh. We will work it out mm. forever. We will give each other grace and love. You will love me like Christ. How how
2: many of y'all believe this woman?
7: What the? What the? What the?
2: What the? <laughs> how many of you men out there falling for this shenanigans? Huh? A lot of y'all, huh? Pathetic. Pathetic.
7: The church and I will submit to his authority and be the best helpmate that I can possibly be. Talking about a prenup, no, never, ever.
6: And what happens when her love runs out? She can just get up and leave and take half of everything that man owns. How do these women feel obligated? Yeah,
2: and feelings change, especially with women. Her feelings is going to change. All that shit she's talking now, man, that's, that's, that's pure uh, theater, man. It's theater. It's theater. What's she doing at the end? If 70% of the women are the ones filing for divorce, then what is marriage to a man? Like one guy said, that's like going out. That's like men choosing to leave the house with a piano over their head. And they got a 70% chance of that piano falling on his head, fucking his ass up. You think the man's going to sign up to have the piano over top of this motherfucker's head? Think about it.
6: What the? It is something they never contributed to. What they should be asking themselves is. Where was I when this man was working to become the better version of himself? Was I there for him cheering him on telling him not to quit? Was I even there on his loneliest days when he needed somebody? LMAO you get car insurance to protect yourself not because you plan on crashing your car one day. Prenups don't protect you guys. The only way to prevent loss in a divorce is to never get married. I believed this too, but he left. Then good luck finding a dude who actually has some kind of money decent job i want to protect what's mine and don't care about your fairy tale what
2: a prenup is yeah i'm not signing no prenup i'm not signing no prenup i'm not signing no prenup you hear how she talking you hear this woman talking man you know what she sound like (laughs) That's what she sound like, hood booger. Damn, why not? Cause no. Damn, <laughs> why not?
8: Please, wherever you at, do not sign that prenup. No prenup. <laughs> y'all getting married? Then. I'm not to you. We're not getting married to you. Oh, like it. Oh, it. It was not mine. that prenup <laughs> <shit>. What if <laughs> I'm like, if you if, got it.
3: the bread, you want to sign a
8: no, prenup? No, definitely. I want to leave with what I came in with. So it's yeah. That's so, and so should not. Shouldn't have So why should the man? I'm so not saying that they shouldn't. I agree with y'all We agree with all the. I said, don't sign the prenup, man. Too like if I if I make more money, he, I don't want him to sign the prenup either. That's
2: you and your relationship, men, men. Lose way
8: more.
2: Yeah, she lying. And women always want to pull out sort of the once in a lifetime uh, event where a woman out makes the man and she wants the man to sign the prenup. As if women even get to that position to where they would deal with a man who makes less than she does. It's interesting, right? Because she naturally makes less than the man makes. But the man that even makes more than her is considered a bum. But she's basic and average. She has nothing going on in her life. Her life is lived on social media and on Instagram and for validation and attention for others. For just standing still in front of a mirror, dude, like that's all it is. Like, <laughs> like really think about it.
6: Shit is comical. She, is lying. Re- she said she want to leave with what she came in with. Don't they think the man would like the same thing? Yikes. This is why I say marriage isn't beneficial to men at all. Never and was. for all the men who are listening, get married at your own risk. Felony. Make sure you at least know the person to Game some over. degree. Even Unlimited. that sometimes still isn't enough. These next two clips displays two angry women who refuse to sign that prenup. Enjoy the show. I will no longer interrupt until the end. Subscribe. Let Hell let yeah, nigga. Shut no, f- no, it to me. I gotta curse so much. Uh-oh. All right. Well, I'm
1: just laughing cause you're a little lid. Do so you understand little that our
2: wedding is weeks away? No. I'm just, I'm just laughing cause you're a little lid. What the, what the fuck is this? This fucking Ricky Martin sounding ass. Who the? F- Come on, man. Stop it.
3: What the? the prenup <laughs> up we can reach a mutual agreement honey it's that easy so
4: you're saying my our relationship is a, a negotiation yeah is I that mean, what you're saying yes you, say how you think yeah, everything
3: you is, think business, everything is f- Blanco? <laughs> i don't know if you f- understand that that in my house oh,
4: my, everything is business everything
3: my mother taught me one thing but it's never personal
4: so if your mom was here right now she said this f- Table.
2: Your mom is going to tell you that mine and your relationship is a business? Let's get one. Do you ever plan
5: on <laughs> cheating on me? Absolutely not, no. Do you
2: ever plan on divorcing me? No. Okay. Well, this right here. You sign that paper. Doesn't matter. All this means. Hold up, hold up, hold up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sign that paper, bitch. Yeah. Yeah. He got to walk the bitch through it. What a joke. What a mess. Said so if you go back on your word of what you just said what to the? me, that's the only reason why this right here would take an effect. Uh huh.
7: Does this prenup have any silent party influence?
6: huh. I don't know what you mean by that. No idea what this woman is talking about. Sign that paper. If she is not signing that paper, I'm about to say, hey,
2: sign that paper. ha. <laughs> She better sign that fucking paper, okay? Just sign the fucking paper and be married. That's all you need to do. Oh, you're not signing it? Oh, it's been nice knowing you. Down next time. You know what I mean? Eliminated. Bye bye.
6: She gotta go. <laughs> she gotta go. <laughs> She got to (laughs) go. Oh, man,
2: get the fuck out of here, yo. Yeah, they get shot out.
1: I don't
2: know about all that music, though. We're going to chill with that.
7: Story time. So someone canceled the date on me today because, wait for it. My personality seems too chatty and fun. Chatty? You serious? Chatty? Who the fuck is dating in 2022, y'all? Chatty?
2: You sound like a cunt. You're a chatty cunt. You're an old chatty cunt. <laughs> oh god, that's funny. It was probably some English gentleman. You're an old chatty cunt. <laughs> You old chatty cunt. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Yeah.
7: Dating in your 40s is so different than dating in your oh, 20s, right? Oh,
2: God. You know? And just like that. Luckily, I took a sip. I didn't take a gulp or I would have spit my drink out. We're going right into... The abyss. We're going right into the void of the forty-year-old, broken and defeated modern woman.
7: First state in your twenties may have sounded something like, "You know, what do you like to do for fun?" Oh my God, I like to have fun. I love to have fun. Yeah, suck dick. Yes, thick. we should yeah. Do fun together.
2: Yeah, suck dick. Go to nightclubs. Get drunk. You know what I mean you know, have sperm shot in your eye. Like, that's what, that's fun to these women. It's like, what is fun? You understand? What is happiness, right? What is, what are these things? Do we know these things for certain? Can we assure that everybody is going to be in that same environment and going to have that same effect or have that same happiness same fun you know as a woman going out getting drunk randomly hooking up with men you know getting folded up in the bathrooms (laughs) you know she's topping men off in the bathrooms I mean these bitches are pathetic alright not all 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 all. but a lot of y'all pathetic
7: okay spickable you're so fun. Oh yeah, want, whatever. Have more fun together. Oh yeah, you know, make sense. A first date in your forties. Forties. May sound a little more like. a uh, force attorney.
1: Bro.
7: What is your insecurity?
2: Uh, hold on for a second. Hold on for a second. I gotta. I gotta play something. Hold on. Hold on.
3: Emotional damage.
2: EMOTIONAL DAMAGE! Okay, just had to play that real quick. Alright, let's continue. Which style? Where, Where are, you are you in your
7: healing journey?
2: Healing! You know. Oh, you're healing! Any woman who says she's healing, she's been a hoe for at least five years. This is just my observation. Um, I've been collecting data and intel for years. One thing I know for a fact... Is if a hoe is talking about healing. She has been a hoe for at least half a decade. All right. Half a decade times. That's right. No ifs, ands, or buts. All right. That's right. <laughs> she's healing. It's my healing process. Oh, she's been hoeing for a minute. Okay. she been hoed out. She been hoed out, okay? A quarter of her adult years has been out there doing
8: the worst. Fun. Yeah, she's right. If you're gonna date in your 40s, then you're gonna meet a lot of people who've already been divorced. That's just the reality. This is the sad reality about the U.S. Nice. It's the fact that so many people get divorced by the time they turn 40. Marriage is a joke. Nice. A lot of women wanna be married, but they don't know how to be wives. And that's why they filed for divorce 80% of the time. Oh, 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 oh. You said 80? I thought it was 70.
2: Well, 80% of women are the ones filing for divorce. That's crazy.
7: Look, I am not trying to be some kind of Cougar. God. Stop the cat. Stop the cat. Uh, I happen to date men who are younger because men my age tend to Shut. You're schl. You're
2: a shut. So soon. <laughs> Never
8: mind. Bruh. I get it, and this is what younger men use her for. They just put her on the camera, as we already know. She basically told on herself.
7: Okay, this is a question for the single men out there. <laughs> I consider Uh-oh. myself a fairly confident person, Uh-oh. except in this one specific situation. <laughs> <laughs> I have such a hard time asking a man for his number, and Shot. I don't know why. I just get all shy and Aww, I get scared, ho. and I just don't. <laughs>
2: little sh- little <laughs> you know, shy
7: hoe. Cute, and I said I- I'm.
2: <laughs> what a shy hoe! This, this, this just a shy hoe. She's still a hoe. You understand? What the? She is shy, hoe, but still a hoe. How's that possible? Simple. Women don't got to approach a fucking man. Think about the common sense. Like, really think about it. What, what group out of what gender out of two male, female is more concerned in this subject. Think about it, really.
7: But for some reason, I cannot walk up to a man and ask for his number.
2: All you gotta do is, first of all, going back to what I'm saying, you realize that women don't have to do the approaching, right? Women aren't known to do it, doing the approaching and most of them will not be doing the approaching. There'll be the men who have to have the courage to approach them they have to appear men have to perform right and most of the women that want to approach men they already know a part of them already knows that the guy won't be interested in them because if that was the case he would have gave some indicators of interest
8: just go for it
7: but I'm trying to get over this fear because I just I've had several missed opportunities. The most recent one yesterday with this man walking his very cute dog and we were clearly checking each other out and then I went to the gym <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> so like what is the best way to approach? Do I just walk up and say hi, I think you're cute, can I have your number? Or do I just start a random conversation?
2: This is why a lot of guys will compare women to children, right? And let me explain. The idea of going to somebody, going to somebody and just starting a fucking conversation, right? This is an adult. This is a woman, supposedly. Who knows? Nowadays, you you, you can't even tell. What the Right? trying to get advice on how to go up to another adult who is no better or really worse than who she is as a human being and start a conversation. Women can flirt with a guy. You, you, you don't have to, you don't have to know anything about women to know that a woman is flirting with you. Right? Right. Even a guy who's never who's never dealt with women a day in his life, he could be in his late teens. If a woman is interested in him, he'll know somehow that that woman's interested. She'll do certain things without even opening her mouth around him. But at that point, it's up to the guy. The guy's the one that has to make the move at the end. Now, the women who, whatever percentage of it is, I'm, I'm sure it's very small percentage, unless they're just promiscuous women and they just want to sleep with the guy or they see something that the guy can benefit her from, there's not a lot of women that's just going out there and randomly starting conversations and hitting on men like that.
8: Like, what do I do? <laughs> There's no best way to approach a guy. Just walk up to him and start a conversation. Made all easy. Just let him know that you're interested. You see those women are getting desperate.
2: Little slags. Little fucking slag whores. Disgusting. What the hell? What the hell?
8: (laughs) What the hell? She thinks that men don't want to meet her because of her age. It's not that men don't want to meet her because of her age. No. It's just that the guys that she wants don't want to date her because she hit the wall. You got to understand that. Those guys got options. They'd much rather go with the younger version of herself.
7: So it happened. I got set up tonight. Eliminated. Um, uh, the first time ever, uh, actually. So uh, I guess that's what you can add, but- haven't been dating in a while, so... Whatever. Ghosted. But, ghosted. Um, interestingly enough, I decided to put on my big girl pants and go out by myself anyway.
2: Be a little slut. I don't think this is going to be done. I'm going to go out there and be a whore. <laughs> this man ghosted me, so I'm going to be a slut. Slut. A slut.
1: Slot. All
2: right. That's all she's saying. She got stood up. I never understood that that term, stood up. I mean to go somebody that's self-explanatory like that's you don't really have to get into details you don't got to get into the deets that's the word I'm using now the deets that's the details the deets <laughs> what's the deets all right not much uh, explanation All right. not too many deets with that okay but yeah, she one she of these fucking snooty bitches. She finally got a dose of reality. Some guy ghosted her. You know what I mean? Eliminated. Mission failed. Tango down. <laughs> down bad. Eliminated. And um, life goes on.
7: And so you meet someone who is super, super young. Super. Fun to, talk to. He finds out I'm a teacher and he ends up asking me, how long have you been teaching? And
2: Let me start off by saying this. There was a list not too long ago. And it was a list of all the women you should look out for based on their occupation. And I said to myself, well, this seems interesting. This would be something that would be worth going through, or at least laughing at in the process of going through. And I found out there's a slew of women in these occupations. Nurse, no surprise, a lot of men could have pointed that one out from the get go. Teachers were up there. Um. I'm trying to think of, I'm trying to think of some other ones that was very interesting uh the flight attendants were up there, which really wasn't that much of a surprise um anything that really deals with traveling, but they really stated that teachers, nurses and doctors women who were in those fields and it was something else. I think it was like daycare, I think it was like daycare workers or some shit. It was connected to teachers, if I'm not mistaken. Daycare workers, teachers, fucking nurses and doctors. Those were the main ones that they told men to stay away from. How
1: old are you again? Twenty-three. Yeah. Your whole life.
2: I didn't even hear anything, so that was low. My friend. Okay, so that was just low. I didn't hear anything with that. So, I'm gonna have to go on YouTube, I guess. I'm gonna have to go on the so I'm gonna risk this shit crashing again, but I'm gonna make sure everything that I don't want on here is exited out, besides my recording here. But I'm gonna go on YouTube. I'm going to tubes. Why not? That last video was kind of a, a lackluster experience. I got to redeem myself for this Monday. Although I was cooking up earlier. Definitely was cooking up earlier. Um, quote, I like him, but I'm afraid of rejection. End quote. All right. Ad that I quickly turned down with lightning speed. By the way, fuck TikTok for the advertisement. I see an American flag, so
0: I can't say fuck this advertisement. But I will skip it. The way women are going to end up. Hold up. You see that guy over there? I like him. I'm going to ask for his number. What if he rejects me? This is the way women are going to end up. It's a good thing that women know what it feels like, Slacks. or will feel like, to get rejected by men. They have always done it. They have rejected, embarrassed, and even more shamed men in the gym. After all sort of bad experience that is associated with approaching women in the gym, especially if the man doing the approaching is not their type. So it is safe to say that women asked for it and got it. If men are rejecting them as well, women have rejected men so much that both the men they like and the men they do not Hold up, audio crashed. What a
2: shocker. What a shocker here. Nothing new. Let's continue.
0: Not like are now avoiding the women. This is why women are now trying to do the approach. However, women are attracted to men and cannot approach them in the gym because of their fear of rejection and other reasons a lot of women have gym crushes and only a few of them have summoned the courage to approach him gym crushes him. it's no news
2: how childish is like how childish are we as a society gym crushes you ever hear women talk about how they have a work husband do you ever do you ever pay attention to the immaturity of women and how they can get away with being immature do if, is it just me Gym crushes.
0: who's <sighs> that the reason why women dress sensually for the gym is because of men. They expose their bodies to seek men's attention. Women are marketing their body in the gym and to draw men. But this is the twist. If the man that falls for her trap is not the one that she intends to attract, he becomes her victim and he gets to be called out as the gym creep. This means that the guys (laughs) who approach women in the gym and are called out are just not the type of man she intends to impress with her body. So because men have stopped approaching women in the gym, women have been more open to approaching their gym crush. And now they are scared they would get rejected. The way men see women... So now, like, all these guys,
2: they all have, like, a signature theme song, right? So I already know from the... From the music, I already know this is a uh, latest juice. But I just find it interesting that they all have, like, you know, they all have, like, different music and shit. Because this shit sounds like some Indiana Jones,
0: you know what I mean? Be women and say, This girl is so fine. Is the same way women admire some men in the gym but they are scared of approaching men because if you look around on the internet, you see women trying their luck with men getting rejected. <laughs> this is where women are stuck. Men will reject these women for several reasons. Eliminated Some women man. have said that no matter how they stare at the man they are crushing on, uh-huh. he has never looked their way once Creep. or made eye contact with them.
2: Yeah. Cause you're One weird of-
0: because you women are weird.
2: Men don't say this enough. They should say this. A lot of you women are weird. You'll just stare at him and it's like and and they'll look back like, what the fuck is this bitch looking at? And just how a bitch is. It's not even like it's how she's looking. She's not appealing. It's like, what the what? I'm gonna go up to her and spray her with some pepper spray. I'm like, yo, I was threatened by this bitch. This bitch was staring at me. I know she was up to. So I pepper sprayed the hoe and kept walking. Fuck them.
0: Another thing is that these women are being selective in their choice because they think they are high value women. They have deceived themselves into thinking that deserve high value men as well. So they start trying to make advances on the top guy in the gym. And they wonder why this guy is not seeing them or aware of their presence. And it gets difficult for them to approach these men. They know for sure that they would get rejected since their plans to make the man open for approaching through their gestures has not worked. This is the reason these women make advances to the alpha male because they think they are a high value woman or oh, boss. Babe. They believe they should only have a man at the top of his game. And that is the
2: I felt it's been I didn't even know people still use the term alpha anymore. I thought it was just kind of like here today, gone tomorrow term. But I guess people still use it. Uh I don't know. I I just never I never understood I understood the beta aspect, sure. The alpha aspect or really it should be more of an alpha mindset because granted there are people who are seen as leaders, right? Like there's people By their position, by what they do for a living, they are seen as leaders to an extent. But that doesn't necessarily make them an alpha in every circle. You see what I'm saying? So and this whole top dog mindset, if you don't got it, then you don't got it. You're just bullshitting. You're procrastinating. you know, you uh, you scheming and scamming, right?
0: the problem it's delusional to sit all by themselves and say i identify as a high value woman this is one of the stupidity of modern society it is people that decide if they are valuable but in the real sense it is through your expression of certain qualities that people think you are high value so this is why women crushing on high value guys are scared of rejection because they know the man does not see them as they see themselves Most alpha men see these women as some random gym bitch. If the women were that top quality, I am pretty sure this man will have approached them in the first place. Some women said, the reason why they do not approach men in the gym is because they do not know if the man has a wife or a girlfriend. Something is wrong with this. Like I said before, these women believe that the only reason why men can reject them is because they already have another woman which validates my point of women thinking they are way too valuable to be rejected. This is where it gets.
2: I don't think it has anything to necessarily do with rejection per se, but the approach in itself. So what he's saying is almost, it doesn't really make sense because for a woman to say that, you know, she saw a guy who's attractive and wanted to approach him, but didn't because he's afraid or concerned that he might already have someone, that seems a little more reasonable than just the idea of them not handling the rejection. So I don't, I
0: don't know. This is interesting, I guess. It's bad. It's bad for women. Men reject women for two major reasons. Number one, men try to ascertain the real intention of these women when they approach. But one thing has stood out for a while now these women are gold diggers uh, does it have to be the top guys at the gym uh, that these ladies are crushing on and not just any random guy in the gym men are not dumb men know what ladies want only if we want to pretend we do not see it what men ask themselves is in what way does what this girl wants not affect me if it does men just simply reject the women the second one is the me too movement men are very careful they do not want to be the victim of modern women. A woman can approach you, get your number, and you could go on a few dates. And when she cannot get her way with you, she can accuse you of sexual assault. <laughs> there have been numerous cases like this. This is women's way of teaching a lesson. When men stop seeing women after they have had contact for some period, it is due to these factors, that men reject women outrightly in their first contact men easily see into the future with women from experience of other men but women only see that they are rejected Mm. the fact remains that women deserve to be scared of rejection by men men have gone through it and eventually figured that they are the price and the rejection they receive from women is not worth it and I predict that there will be more women approaching men in the future that's all for today on the latest juice if you enjoyed this video alright well
2: Everybody has their sort of opinion about it. Um, This isn't just dating. This is uh, the workplace. Like I said briefly before we got into this video, uh, the environment, the workplace environment anywhere USA has changed drastically. Men have chose to be more to themselves to prevent any fucking problems, them losing their jobs. And women are the only ones complaining about it, and men aren't. You know, from somebody like me, I've been in a predominant uh, female work environment for at least five, six years now. So I'm used to it. As long as I got my headphones, then I'm good. I got to worry about people bothering me. I ain't bothering nobody. Because I'm doing what the other people are doing. Trying to get this shit done. So they can go to fuck home. I'm always envious, or I used to be envious, of uh, the people who worked in the mornings And then I started working in the mornings in the summertime. And then I'm always reminded that it really isn't much of a difference. Because throughout the day, if I really wanted to, I could stop this episode and do another episode. I might just do that. You understand? Just because I can. I might just do that. But as I always say, I'm going to do that now. In the meantime, and in between time, and until next time, Jersey Judah with the second unexpected segment, unorganized segment of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. Wrapping this up, starting something else. I'm going to share that at five, two hours before I do the night episode. And I'm going to have that uploaded either tonight at 10 or tomorrow morning, but until next time, signing out, peace.